Allison, I have a, a question for you. What's up? Can I just have a few more minutes? <laughs> we'll we'll talk later. We'll we'll talk later. Okay. Welcome to episode Welcome. three of Batch, please. I think as ACDC once said, back in Batch. Yes. Batch in Black. I don't know. Week too. No, I didn't. I said the Elton John one. You're right. I you're right. Oh my week. gosh, you're right. Okay. That's sorry. right. Get used to a new song reference every week. Cannot <laughs> can't wait personally. <laughs> um you probably don't come here for the lousy song references. Um, what you probably come here for is some hot Bachelor content. So much content. Served up by yours truly. Um, so the past couple episodes, we've been going through um, recaps of the previous episodes of Bachelorette. Today we're going to do that, but we also have a special guest today. Ooh. We sure do. Um, calling in later to the show will be Brett Vergara, who is one of the prominent social media voices of Bachelor Nation. He is. We are so excited to have him call in. If you are a true Bachelor fan, you have probably seen his hilarious tweets, memes, etc. on Twitter. He's hilarious. We cannot wait to talk to him later, so stay tuned. Uh, so he's calling in later. We're going to have a good, fun chat with him. But Allison, let's just get into this episode. Okay, let's talk about it. So we had the first group date right off the bat, which was incredible. I just want to say incredible where the men got to go through the pains of pregnancy, labor, breastfeeding, etc. with Hannah by their side. It was it was so it enjoyable. Was to, great to watch. A because great. some of the guys clearly skipped out on anatomy class. <laughs> yeah, that was so painful. It was uh, Cam, right? I, well, I think I think there's two who made some just ignorant comments one being tyler c oh where he's my like, god oh the belly gets bigger and bigger and the woman gets hungrier and hungrier yeah gentlemen this is not something you should ever say about your pregnant spouse significant other ever or women it's same thing this is not something you should say about other people that is not appropriate i promise you no pregnant woman ever wants to hear that and then cam cool. who who had just another whirlwind of an episode um, Doesn't he always? He thought that the gestation period was two weeks. I There's a lot of problems with that. Do you believe that that's really what he thought? Like, I don't do you think, think he knows he, what a gestation period is. You're probably right. That's probably where that came from. Cause there's no way he thinks that it only takes two weeks yeah. for a baby to be ready. Now, there to is, there is like, one animal in the animal kingdom where it takes about 16 days. Do you know what it is? I do not, but I'm excited to learn, Evan. It's a possum. Is it? It is. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for making me smarter. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> um, when this group date started out, I, I noticed something. This happened in the past couple of episodes. The first person to always run and greet Hannah is Mike. Oh, yes. It's always Mike. And it's always the pickup hug spin around. He's so good at that. That's like a bachelor bachelorette staple. I know that you're still new. But every season when there's a group date, somebody runs. If it's a bachelorette, he runs and he picks her up. And that's always what happens. And if it's the bachelor... Then the girls run and just like jump on him, and he spins them. It's it's a thing. I think it's it was thing. I think it was Demi last year who always made her way to yeah. Colton first. Yeah. So it looks like that's Mike, which we have a lot to say about Mike. All yeah. wonderful things. So yeah. we'll get into that a little bit later. Um the the guest celebrities they had for this were interesting. Yeah. Jenny Jason, Mullen, who honestly yes. I have no idea who she is. You know, I know I, Jason Biggs more. Jason Biggs. So and they're uh, married. That's his wife. Oh. That's why they okay, were together. Okay, didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> that makes a lot more yes, sense. Yes, it does. If you didn't know that, I can see why that would be confusing to you. I think John Paul Jones, of course, JPJ. said it best. It's the guy from American Pie. Right. I lo- 
To be honest, though, like that was what everyone thought. I love that they made him sound like it was a silly thing to say, but every single one of those guys and a lot of people watching were like, oh, that's the guy from American Pie. Yeah. So I so when they got into all of their um, different – That was great. Different, uh, it was really good, and like it made for very – I don't want to say meme-worthy content, but it just made no, it for did. Just you some can great say it. gifts and stuff. Um, I thought it was really interesting. I've never seen a group date like that, and I thought that was really cool and interesting because, I mean, we've already seen from Hannah that she is very much a very strong, independent woman, and she wants whoever her partner is going to be to be a partner. Yeah. And I think that it was really interesting and cool, and, like, obviously, you know, it's fun, and how – similar are these feelings really you know i don't know who's to say but i thought it was really interesting and it was there were some guys that handled it really well some you know not as well but i think that it was a really interesting group day and i think she really got a lot out of it i think she loved it yeah i i think it was i mean it was really funny to see some of the guys go through like hilarious either the simple pain of just having your nipples being pinched by those clothes (laughs) hangers oh my gosh um the the shock was oh so my goodness. funny. You know that woman who, the real MVP of the episode was the woman who was in charge of turning the dials yes. to make their pain more yes. intense? She was amazing. You know, she had so much joy in just, like, inflicting pain <laughs> onto all of these guys and, like, it being okay for her to do that. Yeah. It was super funny. I think the, the two standouts from that one um, were probably – Obviously, John Paul Jones. Obviously, who just of has course. these like crazy visceral reactions to things. <laughs> His reactions were incredible, but I kind of liked it because I feel like a lot of the guys were trying really hard to not react, be like super <laughs> tough, like this is no big deal. And JPJ was like, "This hurts so much." He was freaking I am out. Not before, hide it. He was freaking out before he even got shocked. Right, and it kept being like, "Why are you flinching? They haven't even turned it on yet." But. I feel like that makes more sense. That is a very normal reaction, I think. Yeah. I loved it. I thought, on the other hand, like, Tyler C. tried to play it off pretty cool. Oh, my gosh. With his, like, arm behind his head like he was modeling. I I thought it was funny. I don't know. We'll we'll get into more of him later because he actually had a pretty good day. He Um, did. He started off rough for me with this whole comment about women getting bigger, but I think he (laughs) He redeemed himself a little bit by the end. Yeah. One of my friends I was watching it with (laughs) said something really funny. Is what if they shit themselves during that? <laughs> well, I mean, I have not personally it's birthed a, a child, but it's I've heard that it happens. Do you? How do you that think Hannah hilarious. would respond to that? I think she would have been cool with it. I think <laughs> that she's so cool with people and their honest selves that she would have, she would have totally been cool with it. Yeah. So I do want to point out, besides obviously JPJ reactions, which were probably the highlight of the whole group date, also Jed, who. Had a great, he did great. He reacted, but he, you know, was there. Thing. And Hannah kept saying over and over again, like, I, you know, it, I feel like me and Jed are in this together and we're, I can see this in our future. It's and definitely, yeah. The, the Jed seeds were planted and it's, it's growing. She's, she's a big, big fan of Jed. Um, moving into the cocktail party. So vibes continue to happen. Um, we, for whatever reason, on the, the table, there was a spread of chicken nuggets. This I is want like to the know, recurring theme now. Yeah, is, there, is McDonald's like sponsoring this season? Is it just because Hannah really likes chicken nuggets? There is an abundance of chicken nuggets around and no explanation as to why, which is super interesting and yeah. weird to me. I don't know if it's like, oh, this is one thing of Hannah's personality that we're just going to like really dig into. And honestly, I'm surprised they've they've actually gone to chicken nuggets more than they've gone Three to times. Roll Tide. 
Yes, well, year. I'm glad Roll Tide seems to be dying. Thank goodness. I think they knew much. it was going to be a like drinking game, and everyone's yeah. like, we need to protect. But chicken nuggets now viewers. have come up like three times again with no explanation. The highlight of the whole episode being when JPJ later on was just sitting there eating chicken nuggets yeah. in one of the most like tense, and awkward <laughs> scenes so, of the whole show. So let's go into that like tense, awkward scene. It starts with Mike revealing. This really heartbreaking story yeah. about um, a previous relationship he had where his girlfriend was pregnant into her second trimester. Um, they lost the baby. They didn't really say how, but that's really none of our business, quite frankly, and how that whole group date kind of had an effect on him. Yeah, I, re- I thought that was really interesting because that was obviously a very personal thing to share. And I feel as though a lot of times, which you know we'll get to with Cam later, a lot of the people on this show kind of create a sob story to get pity the pity rose as was mentioned several times and I thought it was really interesting Mike shared something so much deeper than we're used to seeing on the show which I respected the hell out of him for doing because I'm sure that is not an easy thing to remember to talk about to talk about in front of that many people and I thought that I thought that Hannah really appreciated it because it really seemed like he was saying it because it explained a lot about him as a person and how he's grown in relationships and what he wants to be in the future. And then also, of course, how that group date did affect him. So it was clearly on his mind. And I think she really, I think she really respected that. Yeah. And he, he definitely like brought it up at the right time. Oh, um, agreed. Yes. During his conversation Speaking with of Hannah, the right times and not the right <laughs> super times. Super private. Dumbass Cam oh. comes waltzing in the room Saying that he's got something to tell Hannah. My whole body physically cringed. Like, I felt so uncomfortable that that was the moment he walked in. I just felt so bad for Mike. It didn't help that he was wearing a hoodie with a blazer on it. (laughs) What the heck? No. Who is this so guy's stylist? I don't, I feel like someone is giving him these clothes on purpose and being like, dude, this is cool. Wear this. He can't be serious. That's what I keep thinking. There's no way someone is that out of touch with reality and mo- I, morals. I just don't – I don't understand it. But, you know, look, Mike and Hannah were both like, we need to finish this conversation. And Cam didn't love that. But Hannah stood strong in that, and so did Mike. And they said, you know, we need to finish this conversation. Yeah. Mike was very respectful about it. Hannah – you know, was not going to let that conversation be interrupted, which was good. I'm glad that she didn't. That came up a lot throughout the episode. That was a recurring theme, yeah. Hannah having to tell people to hold on. And, and Cam's big reveal this time around um, was that he quit his software sales job to come up to The Bachelor, right? Which I don't know why he felt like that was something she would, like, feel really excited about because that was his choice. And if anything, I don't think that would make her feel more positive towards him it would be like why did you do that 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 was dumb yeah and i think he he just has this repetitive habit of interrupting people and doing things at the wrong time i yeah. think tyler c put it best and this kind of goes for luke p's actions too oh man. is he he likened it to a first grade soccer game where everyone's going for the ball at the same time and how that's just absolute chaos and nothing gets accomplished tyler c went from Bigger belly, hungry, hungry mama to, <laughs> hey, here's a pretty accurate analogy of yes, how all this is working and how this shouldn't be the case. And I, he turned it around a little bit. I agree. And I think that it's always nice when you get the contestants, the men, the women, whatever, 
who understand what is happening, who yeah. go in and they say, uh, you know, I'll bring back last week to Jed when he had he had a one-on-one rose. Um, sorry, not a one-on-one rose. He had the group date rose. And he had already received a rose. And at the cocktail party, he had said, I want to say hello to her, but I want to give everyone else their chance. And he was being fair. He understands that there are other people there yeah. that are trying to form relationships but besides just him. And he respects that. And I think there's a lot of people, Cam and Luke P., who do not understand or respect that. Yeah. And there's no way you can survive in that atmosphere if you do not understand that that is what's happening. Yeah. So when when Cam got his time, he prefaced, I want you to know that I'm a deep person myself. And like that's if the you bullshit have to he say that, If you have to say that you're a deep person over and over again, the chances are you're probably not. Yeah, I would agree. Um, props to Jonathan for knowing what's oh, happening, man. swooping yes. in. Hey, can I can I take my time? He basically sacrificed himself, knowing that like he wouldn't look great either, but that it was going to save he Hannah he and is, the other he guys. He is a martyr for the cause. Right, I know. Applaud for him. Way to take one for the team, Jonathan. Yeah, no, that was great. I think that it was nice that he stepped in. And from the outside, he might have looked a little douchey. I liked it. No, I I think even Hannah kind of knew what was happening too. Like she had this yeah, smile on yeah. her face. Like I think he knew his relationship with Hannah wasn't that strong. So if we're being honest, like there wasn't a whole lot for him to lose. But I think it was nice that he stepped in and basically almost w- basically shoved him away and was yeah. like, nope, you're done. Goodbye. And then Hannah he, did not seem to mind <laughs> no. at all. Then he came out and Cam is just staring that at him. That was so like uncomfortable. There were a lot of t- there was a lot of instances in the show where I'm thinking Cam is unstable, and I don't mean that as like a, um, like he just he just doesn't do things correctly. Well, even guys on the show have said like they're genuinely worried about him because yeah, it I, doesn't I seem too. like normal behaviors it's, for it's a human. It's sociopathic. Yeah, it's honestly, and that was kind of creepy. Yeah, Jonathan is sitting less than a foot away from him, and he just stared at him for so long until Jonathan <laughs> said, "You got something to say." Cam was like, no. But then, of course, did indeed have things to say. And then John Paul Jones just breaks the awkwardness <laughs> like, hey, did you guys get any chicken nuggets? Which was probably the best scene of the whole show. I love that he was so disengaged from their awkwardness and just so focused on his chicken nuggets. It, it was, was great. It was great timing. And then incredible. the night ends. Mike gets the rose. Yes, um, Mike. Which there's, there's a couple of Mike things I want to talk about. Let's talk with, about it. With Brett, not with okay. you. Sorry, I'm sorry. I want wow. to save it, okay. save it for Brett. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree. I just want a few minutes with him too, okay? You know, <laughs> but I, I heart Mike. I'm just yes. going to say. Mike is. Big Mike fan. Last night really made me be a big Mike fan. He also has huge hands. Okay. His hands are enormous. Interesting thing to notice. Are you familiar but with Kawhi Leonard? He's a basketball I player. I am not. Oh, my God. He's got huge hands. I think. This is Kawhi hands Mike. This is definitely okay. Interesting. This is my. I just what I like about Mike, which I know we'll talk more about it later, is Mike is obviously a good-looking guy. He is very well spoken. He seems very emotionally mature, if you know what I mean. Oh, like yeah, he's totally. see, obviously you know, a mature adult, but he also seems very emotionally mature. Like he knows what he wants. He's very in touch with how he feels. Yeah, and I think that he. I think he's great. He really seems like a great guy who would make a very good partner. I agree. And wait wait till we hear what uh, Brett has yeah, to say. Yeah, I can't it. wait to see what Brett has to say. Um, so after that group date, Hannah gets sent to the hospital. Okay, that I thought that was really, really weird because it was obviously kind of a drama scene with the whole ambulance showing up yeah. and her on the hospital bed. 
and there was very little explanation about what they happened. They cut straight to it. I actually had to rewind the TV because I thought, oh, I, I missed the part where I they explained what happened. I did the same thing. I was wondering if I missed something because they didn't explain it at all. And then in her one-on-one kind of, kind of not with Connor, she just kind of said, yeah, I you know, passed out and they gave me fluids. Hannah, were you dehydrated? Are you okay? Yeah, like, do what you have a happened? viral infection? And then Is she started a... kissing him and said, oh, I'm not contagious, but she really didn't seem to feel well, so I yeah. wish we would have learned a little more. She obviously had nausea. They did mention that. What's going on, Hannah? Know, are but you okay? I think the last thing you should be doing if you are hospitalized for dehydration is macking with people. <laughs> I know. It doesn't that seem like... That makes you thirsty. <laughs> yes. Right. You're right. I don't <laughs> I don't know why that was what happened, but... But I, I think Connor, actually, all of that kind of worked in his favor in a way. Yeah, I he think it really did. He got some very personal time with, with Hannah. In her, Yeah, in her hotel room, which obviously when you say that to the rest of the guys, they were all instantly so jealous. Oh, yeah. But I think that he handled it well. I obviously thought it was so sweet and romantic when he, you know, went to get the chicken soup and flowers. The little sticky notes in the room. So cute. Hannah, that was a game changer for Hannah with those little sticky notes. That was awesome. Yeah. That was a nice touch. That was really cute. It was. And then he came back. There was no rose given. Um, but then later on in the evening, a limo shows up. That was cool. To take him to. That was cool. Concert. And he handled it really well. Like when he came back, they're like, oh, no rose, man. And he kind of said, he knows guys, it went well. you know, it went well. Yeah. You know, that's a bummer, but she didn't feel well. I feel good about it. I trust her. That's it. And I think he handled that really well. Yeah. And so that was nice to see that he was rewarded after handling it so well, not coming back and, you know, moping around about not getting the one-on-one date rose. I think that he, I think he deserved to get the rose because I think he handled the whole thing really well. Change of plans, obviously not what he expected or what Hannah expected, but I think he took it in stride. And I think he really, really came out on top there. One quick question for you about the sticky notes. Okay. Okay. This is what I was thinking about during that. There were several uh-huh. hidden around. How did she know how many there were? What if there's some that she never found? There could be some undiscovered sticky notes. Did he say in the letter there are 10 sticky notes for you to find? Nope. Because I'm thinking how I just I was thinking it's like I wonder if she found always, them all. It always makes her think about it when That's she's true. in the hotel are room. Are there more? Like, did I find more. them? So Connor's That's always top of mind when she's in the hotel room. That's a good point. I do. I liked Connor a lot. I think he was cool. I think that he's someone we probably will see more of. Yeah. But we hadn't really seen before. Correct. Yeah, yeah. He he looks a lot like Tyler C. Too. They do. They, they look are a very lot similar. alike. Um, Tyler C. Just looks more like Miles Teller. Yeah, and Tyler C.'s got really defined facial features and yeah. jawline situation. Yeah. I think that is another difference. But they do. They look a lot alike. Yeah. Um, who was the private concert that they had? Do you know? Oh yeah, Lucas Graham. I don't know. Who that yes, is. Lucas Graham. He's got some good songs on okay, some on the pop stations yeah, that I listen to. Which honestly, I thought that's interesting that you don't know who he is because normally I never know who the concerts are, and yeah. this was like the first time I actually did know who it was. And he's actually a name in music that I know. Yeah, but I, also I know you you saw a couple on Colton's, but private concerts. Big thing. There will be at least three more yeah. private concerts. So, it's, which I think is weird. It's weird when it's just the two of you and so the band awkward. Because, like the everyone in the band is like watching what you're doing, and the singer is singing to two people who are probably just making out the whole time. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's I would definitely feel uncomfortable to be the singer. I agree, especially 
notable enough singers that are used to performing in front of decent sized audiences that yeah. are that are like this is this is weird. I mean, it's good to get their name out there, obviously. On the Bachelor and Bachelorette, and people, a lot of people are watching it. But yeah. I always think the private concert thing, it's kind of a weird, a weird trend. If you could have one artist or band be your private concert, who would it be? Oh my gosh, um, Ed Sheeran. Really? Yeah, all the songs are so romantic. They're beautiful. They're amazing. They make me emotional. Ed Sheeran. Okay. Would love that. Mm, interesting. But would be really distracted from the date and would want to talk to Ed Sheeran the whole time versus whoever the bachelor was. Yeah, I could see that because they're so famous. That's so cool. Right. He obviously is too famous to be yeah. one of the private concerts, but that would be really cool. I'd love that. I think you know my answer. Obviously, you would pick Dave Matthews, Dave Matthews band. band. What's going to be weird, though, is like if the girl doesn't listen to Dave and he's off playing some 17-minute jam. That would be when you send her home. If she comes like, up and she's like, who is that? You'd be like, oh, can I walk bye. you out? <laughs> you did not get the first or the one-on-one. She didn't Dave get Rose. any rows. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you home right now. No. All right. Moving on to the second group date of yes. the evening. Yes. So they had a photo shoot with animals, and they led it off like leading the guys to believe that they were going to be modeling with professional female models and yes. they're all women female names so they're all getting excited a couple of them were saying like oh man this is gonna be so awkward with modeling with these attractive women with hannah watching and then to find out that they were all animals yes which is amazing demi returned oh shit return yeah, yeah. of demi which i was super bummed out by because it, nothing happened nothing happened it was such almost a waste of demi i think like the first time they actually had something to go off of this was like speculative and it didn't pan out. And Demi is such amazing television that I feel like they wasted her. She has so much good TV potential and with the cameras and everything, which is what I wanted the first time around in the mansion, like cameras everywhere. And I think that that would have been an interesting way to tell us about some of the stuff going on. I, I felt like there had to be something. There's no way that she, there was no way that just nothing happened yeah unless the guys were kind of tipped off to knowing that that's what was happening i think so i think too if you're on that show you know cameras are around you so why would you act flirty with other i don't know other women when that's you're true. when you're vying for hannah it doesn't make any sense do you think demi will return yes. throughout the season do you yes. think this is a thing i think because that instance kind of flopped a little bit yeah i think she almost has to come back we want demi give demi, us more demi demi, demi. Demi. Yeah, we're huge Demi fans over here. If you can't tell, want her on the TV every week doing something cool and catching people doing bad stuff. Yeah, oh, I love it. Just It's like CSI Demi. It's incredible. She deserves her own TV show, if we're being honest. So one thing that did kind of happen throughout the photo shoot is every time that she's getting – Hannah B is getting kind of cuddly with other guys or kissing other guys. I like that we still say Hannah B, by the way. Like, she's clearly the only Hannah involved. She's always Hannah B She's to me. always going to be Hannah B. Um, is that, again, Luke. Oh, he my just, goodness. He's so uncomfortable with it, which I understand. Like, it actually would be uncomfortable to have the girl that you're vying for kissing other dudes in front of you. But the way he goes about it, but is like so walk away, unnerving. it's very aggressive to me. The way he goes about it, and it's not appropriate for the situation. And I think it started making Hannah actually very uncomfortable. It is, and she even said to him, like, "I don't think he get," or she said to us, "I don't think he gets it," and that there's these are some red flags. 
Yeah, I mean, she even said that he needs to slow his roll. And then in one of the several times when they did actually have a couple of seconds, she even so much said, let me talk, because he wouldn't let her get a word out. He kept interrupting her, as he does everyone. And she kind of told him who's boss and kind of let him know, like, I get to call the shots here. Yeah. You don't. You don't get to just decide when I'm going to talk to you. This has been a pattern from Luke since he first arrived. When he first said to her, I'm the king of the jungle. I'm going to make you my queen. Always putting Hannah second. Well, and I think think Hannah's made it very clear. We even mentioned it earlier that she is here for a partner. She is here for an equal partner in this relationship. She's not here to be someone's girlfriend or someone's Mm -hmm. wife. She's here to be a partner. And Luke is here so that so that he can call Hannah his wife. He's not here to be an equal partner or to support her. He's here for her to support him. I think he's got the whole thing a little bit backwards. Yeah. And he continued this weird behavior as we moved into the cocktail party for, for yeah. the group date. Yeah, he kind of did the whole time. And it was very clear that Hannah was getting very annoyed by it. He kept trying to interrupt other people when they were trying to have conversations with her. And just kind of lingering outside. He's an imposing figure, too. So it would have been super uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, he's a large dude to just have waiting outside of every single room, every corner you turn. And there were several times when she had to tell him, Luke, no, like, we will talk later. You need to let let it go. And he kept coming back. And I think Grant said it best. Like, if I were in his shoes... I wouldn't be acting like this. No, I mean, she told him, you know, I like you and you know that I like you, but you're doing too much and you got to tone it down. This isn't working for me. And she told him and she was honest with him, which I appreciate it because I really genuinely feel like we don't see this these kind of conversations happening, especially this early yeah. with the Bachelor Bachelorettes. So I thought that was really nice to see. And then, you know, when she's about to give out her group date rose, she pulls Luke aside and kind of makes everyone think she's going to give it to him. The other guys or even saying, oh, my goodness, she's going to give him the rose. I think Luke probably even thought the same thing. And she just pulled him aside to say, dude, chill out. Oh, that would have been the worst if he gave her the rose. I think a lot of people would have been really, really angry. Um, But your boy. My boy. Got the rose. Peter the pilot. I think that he was the natural choice to get the rose. Because to be honest, that whole group date was basically Peter the pilot, Luke, and a bunch of randos that we don't really know yet. Yeah. I know you love Garrett, but we don't really know him yet. We're still getting there. But Peter the pilot really put the moves on Hannah. He was very smooth. His best takeoff yet. His best takeoff yet. It's going to be the greatest flight of his life. He started with, you know, just talking with her. I think he was very respectful. Yeah. He called her Miss Hannah Brown at one point, which was yeah. just such a sweet, like, he's got he the moves. He respects her. He respects her. He's like a sweet Southern gentleman. I don't even think he's Southern, but he's just a nice guy. He has good manners which i think goes a long way with her and then they started doing some heavy makeout sesh yeah. in the uh, little alleyway there up against the wall you ever seen the movie roadhouse no mm, there's a no, scene I have not. There's, there's a scene where patrick swayze is doing the same thing to someone like on a brick wall and which like 100 percent remind me of what happened last night he had the whole arm move where he like moved her closer to the wall and like put his arm out and yeah. then kind of hoisted her up and it was a lot. But I mean, Peter. I think, Peter's no Swayze, but like he he did a very good job. And I think it was an interesting thing because Peter's kind of been the little more reserved. You don't expect sweet, it out of him. But I think Hannah really was into ah, it. Yeah. I think she liked that he was kind of being a little more forward with her. I think that's what she kind of wanted from him. So yeah. gonna see more Peter the pilot coming up. He was he's great. I think that Hannah obviously 
there was no one else that could have gotten that group date rose. I, I 100% agree. It had agree. to be Peter. For Obviously, sure. it wasn't going to be Luke. I can't even think oh of who God. else stood out. That's in what I'm that saying. Day. I don't think anyone saw. Even in the photo shoot itself, she couldn't stop talking about Peter. They kissed during the photo shoot, mm-hmm. and she kept saying how she loved being around him, and she loved kissing him, and she loved being near him, and he made her feel good, and she just likes his presence, which is important in this kind of situation for sure. Yeah. Um, so we regroup back at the mansion. Back at the mansion. Chris Harrison comes in and gives some earth-shattering news. Yes, he does. There's, as he There's no cocktail party. As he tends to do, and everyone looks shocked, and then he reveals everyone that it's going to be a tailgate I've party. I've only watched one season. Everyone already's, already knows it's a pool party or yeah, some other type of party. It's usually a pool. There are a couple times when they do skip it. Usually when something dramatic in the week happens, yeah. someone sends themselves home or some big liar is revealed, and then sometimes they cancel it, and the bachelor or bachelorette is like, I know what I'm going to do, and that's that. But more often than not, it's just a pool party or something else. It was a tailgate in true Alabama football fashion. It's a tailgate party. We had some grilling. We had a cornhole. Yeah. Some hay bales, I think. <laughs> that was the whole thing. <laughs> the, the essentials. So before it even starts, though, Cam tells the boys. Oh, my goodness. Hey, it's been real knowing you all. Metaphorical cheers. <laughs> I got something to tell Hannah. I Maybe might go home from this. I might this. go home. And then my favorite, Mike, is like, Nah. <laughs> he just called him straight More points out. for Mike. More points for Mike. Agreed. And his sob story was kind of a three-parter. I was kind of confused on what the actual emotional message was. He kind of talked about um, his injury. This was after, too, the, the revelation that he quit his job for resigned, the show. Resigned from his job. Sorry, resigned, yes. And so he talked about his um, condition with his leg yeah. and then also his grandparent dying and then also having to rehome his puppy of 10 months and there was just kind of a lot going on there and i think that hannah even was kind of losing what he was trying to say and he's like yeah. no, this isn't easy to talk about and i think all of us were wondering what is it that you're even talking about it was just a lot and i think the, the puppy one was the least like okay you're really rehomed your puppy why what does he even have to do with anything he's grasping for straws yeah it just was too much and i think that the word pity rose kept coming up and i think that's exactly what he's trying to do but i do want to know your opinion mike came out and was like i gotta tell her what's up i gotta be honest with her and he told her hey cam told us he is going to tell a sob story to get the pity rose which wasn't exactly what Cam said. At least in the scene we saw, Cam never said Pity Rose. So do you think Mike was making some assumptions, or do you think that maybe that was part of the edit we just did not see as the viewer? Um, He definitely, the way that Mike presented it, and I'm a full Mike fan, the way he presented it sounded like Cam said it. I, just based on the edit, it looks like Mike kind of jumped to that conclusion which is not the incorrect cl- conclusion. But if you're going to approach this with the full integrity, you have to be like, okay, here's what he said and use the actual words he said. So I'm hoping that he said it off camera and we are reporting to Hannah. The good thing for Mike is that he's immune. Usually in these situations where yeah, two people come and rat on each other, one, usually they, they both end up going home. Yeah, or it becomes a very toxic situation for everyone. But I think in this case specifically, it was very clear that Mike was looking out for everyone, including Hannah. And Hannah already really knew. It really wasn't a surprise. She knew what was going on. And I think even if he didn't say what he said about the pity rose, Hannah knew what was happening. She's not dumb. She's not new to this whole situation. She's seen it done. She knows what he's doing. And there's really no choice but to 
remove him this from episode the she got really good at sniffing out the bs i agree i agree and she told him she said this is slimy he's like i never said this or that she's like look the timing was too convenient you thought you were going home you wrote letters to the guys which who is he which close enough with to I write a letter pay to pay money to read those letters. he should release the letters in they a mixtape. <laughs> in a rap, he should release the letters for us to read. Because I want to know who he even wrote to. Who was he ABC, friends with? Always be corresponding via letters. Oh, my gosh. I'm really – I just – Cam was a lot the whole time. Three episodes was too much of him. And I think that there was literally no way for him to go on. He, he burned out super fast because he was the OG Rose. Yeah, he had the first Rose. And even Hannah was kind of saying, you know – I gave him the first rose as my run as Bachelorette. Yeah. And so it's kind of a disappointment to see the turn that that took. So Cam, shocker, went home. Yeah, shocker. I, I think that there was no way she could have kept both Luke P and Cam without just an outrage from yeah. everyone. Yeah. There's no way. They were both so aggressive and ridiculous in last night's episode that you could not possibly have kept them both. She um, and I was nervous. I really thought that she was going to give that last rose to Cam. I, really I, did. I didn't think it was possible. I, if she did that, I think a lot of people, including the guys there, would re- lose respect for her. Um, yeah, I agree. And she made the right move. Um, also departing us, Jonathan. Yeah, not a big surprise there, but appreciate the role he played in yesterday's episode. And one that you know breaks our heart, Joey. <laughs> our, yeah, our, our favorite Joey. Who I swear to you, that is the first time I have seen Joey is when he left. I don't remember ever seeing him. I, I couldn't tell you anything about him. No, I, I literally know nothing about him. And then, of course, Tyler G. Oh, yeah. So really which, which for... we talked about with Brett, so we won't get into that. But probably for the best that he's gone. Yep, I think it is for the best that Tyler G. is also departed from the show. So that leaves us with how many people are we left with now? I honestly have no idea. I think 15. That's good because I feel like we're we're – we have a very saturated amount of men. Yeah, 15. That's what we, we got to trim the fat. I agree. Down to 15. I think it gets really good when it gets down to 10 and below because that's yeah. when everyone is getting screen time. Everyone's getting some sort of one-on-one time, and you can actually kind of figure out what is happening. One last thing about the rose ceremony I want to say is everyone is just normal, you know, accepting their roses, which, by the way, we have learned from various sources, are put on by Magnet. They're not a pin. That is why they're so easy. I talked about it last week, and I was all up in arms about why is it so easy. It's because it's a magnet, so there you go. Um, but then you have John Paul Jones, who goes with gratitude <laughs> in the most serious voice and just, again, confirmed why he's amazing television as well. He also reminds me a little bit of Ted Logan from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You just make movie and TV references that I don't understand. You need to catch up on these I don't know things. any of the things that you're saying. That's all right. You guys make Bachelor references that I don't this understand is either. This so. is true. Before we leave that rose ceremony, let's give out our roses. Okay. The next Bachelor rose, which I'm going to call it and I'm going to give it now to Mike Johnson. Yes. Mike for man. Bachelor. Starting the campaign now. Love Mike. I also want to say how weird it is because my brother has a good friend who is also his girlfriend's brother named Mike Johnson. So so I feel really weird regularly saying Mike Johnson all the time. Yeah. But even even more, Mike Johnson for Bachelor. Nice. All in. Um, My first one is if Frisch's big boy were dapper, Rose. (laughs) What? Goes to Dylan. If if you're not familiar with Frisch's big boy, we're going to post this on our social. And a side-by-side between him and Dylan. 
They look very, very similar. But if, like, the versus big boy were more into his personal style. That is very interesting. That's a very interesting observation. Um, I do – I personally like the talent of telling you who celebrities – like, which contestants look like celebrities. So I can tell you what food brand they look like. Which fast food chain they look like. Amazing. Okay. So then my other rose is the unsung hero hero rose, which obviously – has to go to our boy, JPJ. JPJ. regardless of the 20 seconds that he gets per episode, they are powerful. They're amazing. He needs to be on our screens all the time. We want more JPJ. Interesting. Um, I'll give the martyr rose. We said it earlier, Jonathan. I really respect what he did. Kind of went in there, knowing what was going to happen. But took one for the team. He really took one for the team. Yeah, so I appreciate that. Okay, so as we mentioned earlier, now we have a special guest that's going to call in our friend and huge Bachelor Nation fan and member, Brett Vergara. All right, so as we mentioned earlier, we are joined by one of the most prominent voices in social media on Bachelor Nation. Brett, thanks for joining us. That's such an intro. I don't know if I'm deserving of all of that. <laughs> You're our first guest, so we really need to butter you up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, this is big, so. No, I mean, okay, then fine, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. We're so excited to have you, Brett. We have so many things we want to talk about. First, we want to talk a little bit about how you kind of got involved in Bachelor Nation. You know from us kind of talking before that I am kind of a seasoned veteran of Bachelor. <laughs> I'm watching. I've watched many seasons, followed many of the storylines and what happened with all of these contestants. Evan is much newer to the experience. He just started in Colton season. So we'd love to hear a little bit from you about how you kind of got started in all of this madness. Yeah, well, first off, welcome, Evan. I hope you're having a good time in Bachelor Nation. It is a blast. But, but yeah, no, so for me, I feel like everybody probably assumes that I've just been watching for all of time and all that, but I'm pretty new myself. Like, it's been since maybe, like, 2016. Yeah, it was, and I actually started with Bachelor in Paradise, which is, like... Oh, interesting place to start. Quite the place to start, yeah. And honestly, I can't even fully tell you why I started watching. I think it was just, you know, 2016, you know, painting the scene. It felt like the world was on fire a little bit. (laughs) So I was like, all right, I just need to find something to distract myself i just need to watch like hot people make out on an <laughs> island it's like oh what's this like bad what better show than this yeah and then they're right and then how i kind of look at it is you know obviously we all know like what happened in 2016 and where we currently are so yeah. i was i think like i looked at bachelor and i looked to it at first as an escape and then I just, like, kind of never came back, in a way. Like, I just now live there in Bachelor Nation and Bachelor World, and it has so much emotional investment in it. But, uh, yeah, that's how it all started. But I do remember, like, what initially hooked me was, one, I stand by Bachelor in Paradise being the best part of the franchise. Yes, yes. Bachelor and Bachelorette, it really is just doing my homework for the bachelor in paradise that i've been waiting for i could not agree more with you i have told evan on countless occasions that bachelor in paradise is the best part of this franchise it is incredible 
A hundred percent. So wait, so Evan, you have have you you haven't seen any Bachelor in Paradise, right? No. So I I only started with Colton season, and then Hannah B's is my second. So it sounds like buckle up. It Evan. sounds like Paradise is like the All Star game of oh, reality yeah. TV. That's a good way to put it. In my mind, it is. I mean, I think there's this this misconception out there that's like, oh, you know, Bachelor in Paradise is like the fake show, like whatever. That's not serious. It's like no, that's where it's at. That, and like so and the reason that's where it's at is because one there's just like so many more things happening i mean i think we can all attest to like as much as we love watching bachelor clearly we're on a podcast together about of it course. Yep, yep. uh you know there are times like in the middle of the season where you're like all right it feels like nothing's really happening in this episode it's like mm-hmm. you know, somehow two hours are passing by and i don't really know what even happened but in bachelor of paradise i don't think it's really that way because one it's pretty rushed uh you know they only have i don't know it's only like the tail end of summer really uh and then there's just so many more moving parts you know you can have you know five different relationships one week and then they just all blow up the next week because three people joined the beach and just disrupted everything so it's just more chaotic mayhem is going on that is such a good way to put it. Evan, you haven't seen it yet, but in Bachelor in Paradise, they insert new people every week. Oh, hell yeah. So what Brett's talking about is literally that, like every week there might be all these solid relationships, and then the next week four new people come in and just mess everything up, and everything is different, and it is incredible. In a very earnest respect, too, I think Bachelor in Paradise, like, you know, I think we all watch Bachelor and Bachelorette, and I think the illusion that especially given the track record of, of uh, contestants ending up with the, the person they picked and all of that. Um, I think there's just more of a success rate with Bachelor in Paradise. And it makes sense because that it's a more natural way to meet. Well, natural is in <laughs> yeah. very, close. you know, I understand that entirely, but it feels like a little bit more of like this drunken college party kind of like house party situation where you're all just sort of hanging out and there's a whole bunch of just people around. You're like, hey, you know, like what's this person up to over here? So it's a lot more casual in that respect. So I think that works a lot better. I know you don't want to depart from paradise just yet. <laughs> it's a great um, place to be. But but let's let's talk about something that I'm more familiar with is this season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> um, so what are your thoughts on this season so far? No, I really like it. I mean, I know that Hannah has been kind of like a, a mixed choice across the board. But also, I think it, I stand by that with, well, well, first, I'm actually curious, like, what y'all think of Hannah. Like, were you excited when you first heard about Hannah? Or were you kind of like, what, Hannah? Like, where did you fall? I was thrilled. So, like, throughout um, Colton's season, I was like, this girl is different. She's kind of kooky. Um, and, like, for someone who's never seen The Bachelorette before, my previous understanding was that these women were a little more, um, I don't know, just kind of straightforward, mm-hmm. not a lot of, like, unique – Not I don't want to say the word unique, but not a lot of dynamicism to their personalities, whereas Hannah is firing on all cylinders. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, agree completely. Yeah. And I think that Evan and I both were big Hannah Beast fans Love kind Hannah of Beast. all throughout Colton's season. We both loved Hannah, but I was super excited too about it. A lot of people I know weren't. Twitter was lit up by people being really pissed off about it. But kind of like Evan said, I love that Hannah is so 
genuine and authentic and honest and we've already seen it so much in just when she kind of broke down in tears that one day and when she's one of the first leads to tell people no you cannot interrupt me I want more time with this person or you need to let me talk and those are really refreshing things that we get to see from Hannah that I don't really think we've seen before yeah no I would agree with that I mean I think uh, I don't know when they first announced Hannah my my reaction was like somewhere in the middle well, actually, it was more in the middle, but leaning more positive, where I was like, oh, well, I mean, this makes sense. For me, there wasn't really anyone that was a, a glaring front runner. So for me, it was like, oh, you know, like, may as well. Like, that makes sense. I mean, initially, I was thinking Kaylin would get it, but then, I don't know, everything kind of turned on Kaylin towards the end of Colton season. So I was like, well, I don't know if that's going to be, <laughs> like, as good of a choice. Plus, I think there, there would have been... I don't know, less to work with a bit because it, she yeah. was a little bit more reserved and yeah, I don't know, like with Hannah, it is refreshing because she is a bit all over the place and is, is a bit kooky, as you said, um, you know, so there's a little bit more to work with there. And for me, granted, like, I don't know if Hannah and I would, would be like besties in real life. Like we're a bit different, you know, she's really all like roll tight football over here and I'm very much not that kind of man but you know like I uh I think she's really interesting and captivating and and even if you feel like you're different from her she's still very interesting to watch yeah I think I I've noticed she does a really good job of getting along with basically everybody in the cast yeah 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 um no I'm a big fan of her so far I think she's clearly she has like some Caitlin Bristow stuff going on where she's a little like, oh, like I'm kind of different. I'm going to be a little, uh, um, what's like the, the right? She's not at all reserved. Even for the people who aren't super on board with Hannah yet, or even if they never will be, I always do think it's really funny when, I mean, it happens every single season, right? Where you go into Bachelor or you go into Bachelorette and people are like, what? You picked X person. I'm not going to watch anymore. This is a ridiculous <laughs> choice. Nah, right. bah, bah, bah. Like it doesn't, when it comes down to it, like the bachelor isn't about the bachelor and the bachelorette isn't about the bachelorette. They can literally be just like a, a cardboard, like cut out of a person just to have like a, you know, just like a body there. And then it's all about the dynamics between the contestants. That's like what makes the show every single time. So in reality, it doesn't like fully matter. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think it really is more about like watching Cam be super annoying and oh watching Luke be, you know, like the the uh, just glaring example of toxic masculinity. Like that's like yep. what all of this is about. You know, it's not so much about the lead, in my opinion. I think that's a good point. I I agree. I think it really is. I think that people are so dedicated, and you you mentioned earlier, like. I'm so dedicated to watching the show every week, regardless of what I have to do to watch it. I think people really feel that way. And I think people that love this show and this franchise love it no matter what. They don't really don't care who's on it. Like, we are always going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, like, my my example that I always use, that I also think it's funny, like, when people criticize, like, Bachelor and Bachelor at where it's like, oh, it's like the same thing every single time. Where it's like, yeah, but that's also sports. Like, if you think about it, and hear me out, stick with me, it's like, <laughs> You know, if you watch just like a, your typical football game, it's like the same stuff every single time. It's just different players. Some minor different things might happen, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, just rotating different people in and 
it's it's that's basically what like bachelor bachelorette is so we're just like here for we're here for the journey you know as yeah. as they as they say yeah I, I see actually a lot of parallels between like the the world of bachelor and the surrounding social media and the nba and the surrounding like nba twitter those are two areas of social media that i live in and just thrive <laughs> off of all yes. the content so many memes all the memes. I think I think this all makes sense. You mentioned how it's you know this the show is not about the bachelor or the bachelorette. It's about the characters and, and the people contesting around them. Um, you've already mentioned Luke P and Cam. We don't have to get into them too much because we kind of talk about them ad nauseum here. <laughs> um, but so much to say. But, but who else? Who else is standing out to you this season, for good reasons uh, or bad? Well, I will say it's, it is still a bit early for me to really be like, oh, I really like so and like I don't feel attached yet. But you know, like what are we, three episodes in? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it seems so much longer than that already. Well when someone's coming out of the gate saying I, I think I'm falling in love with you. It's, yeah, it, I feel like we're flies. so far along. <laughs> yeah, they're really trying to speed up the timeline there. No, so like I am still uh warming up a little bit. But uh no, I do think like the the front runner it's also too when you're talking about these people, it's like, okay, who do I personally like and then who do right. I think has the most chemistry yeah. with Hannah? And those are completely different answers. You know, so for me personally, who I just like, who I think seems cool, like Mike is the front runner in that regard. Love Mike. We love Mike. Yeah, he just seems incredibly cool incredibly genuine he seems very mature he doesn't seem he carries himself really well yeah he doesn't seem like he has any sort of like weird toxic immaturity going on he's clearly uh had some life experience good and bad and yeah, yeah he just seems like an overall really really great guy um i don't know if i see a ton of chemistry between him and hannah which I wish there was more of, you know, but yes. I think he's just almost too mature for the her. whole process. Not, maybe. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that she's immature. I just think he's on a different level than she is. Mike for bachelor, yeah. Mike for bachelor. Oh, I fully support that. Yeah. No, I think Mike would be an amazing bachelor. For yeah. sure. Well, you, you tweeted it out last night and literally as I was saying it, you tweeted it into existence that you wanted him to be the bachelor. <laughs> See, we're just we're just on the same plane over here, you know. Just three minds think alike. That's clearly what's going on here. Speaking of planes, um, (laughs) um, what are your thoughts on the pilot? (laughs) That was nicely done. Thank you. Really well done. Thanks, guys. I'm I'm very proud of you. He's probably the one who has like the most chemistry in my mind, or at least like in a good way, because I think. Hannah has the most chemistry with Luke P, even though that's yes. not the most amazing thing. Um, so I think that's probably like the most actual chemistry between those two. But I think second is, I think like Pete's going to be like a dark horse. You know, yeah. like we're just starting to see him a little bit more. And we're seeing a lot more than especially as of last night with that. Was it like an alley? Where were they? I don't know. Yes. The wall make out. He like, Hoisted her up and it was a whole thing. Oh yeah. When you also did you see the uh, lipstick smudging? Yes. I'm so glad you said that. I forgot to mention that earlier. Yes. Oh yeah. It was just all over like that. And then I was, and then I was thinking like if you're, you know, if you're um, Pete or is he Pete Peter? I always forget. There's oh, whatever. We call him whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then you just like go back and you're just like sitting with all the dudes. Oh, don't mind me. I just have like pink lipstick on my face. Don't know how that got there, but yeah, she's clearly very into Peter. I uh, very into Peter, 
but she so does. Is Allison. Yeah, I also really love Peter. He's I some like you said before. I feel like my number one is always going to be Peter, and I as of now kind of think hers might be Jed. Yeah, I so I think it's between for me. If I had to guess, it would be between Peter and Peter Jed and Luke P. I don't think it's going to be Luke P. And the only reason I think that is because even though he got the first impression rose. I don't think that he would be getting the edit that he's currently getting if Agreed. he ends up with her. But who knows? Like you could have a. Also, we're gonna deep dive a little bit of Courtney Robinson, Robertson Robinson uh, situation where like the villain wins. You know, yeah. so the exact could happen too. Yep. So watch. I, I yeah. say that Lucy's not going to win, and then it's not win, right? No, it's uh, finds love. Finds love. Finds lasting. Yeah, not not win. I feel like that would be 2016 all over again. Just a bad result that we don't want. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. Where it's just like, oh, there's no way. Toxic masculinity wins again. Oh, there's a way. There's always a way. Right. Um, but yeah, so like I think, yeah, no. And Jed, man, I don't know exactly where I fall on Jed because Jed seems like one of those people where he seems overall like he hasn't done anything wrong. Like he seems pretty genuine for the most part. He's, he's, had like a good look on the show but i could easily see him being one of those people that like some social media thing comes up in like three weeks where it's like what uh, oh yeah. all of a sudden like jed's a racist or like just something it's just like as soon as i start having him as a favorite it's like oh you know i think i'm coming around on jet and then you'll just like disappoint me well like with tyler g that sort of just happened too yeah that's a good segue into that what do you think about that? What are your thoughts? I so, oh my god! I mean, you know, all these. What it's just been like seasons in a row where there's always someone. Like we had Lincoln last year. Yeah, and Garrett actually too. And Garrett, yeah. Oh man, like it's just inescapable. You know, I mean, I guess that's what happens if you just get thirty kind of uh, just street dudes on a show. It's just yeah. gonna be like yeah. In the age of social media, you're, you're bound, bound to, to find dig some dirt stuff bags. up. Yeah. So. The Tyler G exit I thought was really strange. I felt as though it would have made more sense for them to give a little bit of background because it truly felt like Hannah didn't even know why he really left. Yeah, I kind of got that too. I mean, I I'm not even fully up to speed on on all of that. I'm like, kind of like where he got axed, how he got axed, and I know like the backstory of what happened and all that. But um, yeah, I don't really know what she knows. Yeah, it was very abrupt and. They didn't talk much about it. They just kind of did it, and that was that. Um, one person who I never hope has something bad come up <laughs> is John Paul Jones. Big JPJ I fans over here. I fucking love John Paul Jones. I've really enjoyed the journey that I personally have gone through with John <laughs> Paul Jones because at first I was like, I don't trust this guy. I don't even know why. There's just something about him where I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. But then he's just really won me over. And like incredible. so quickly, too. Within two episodes, just like, okay, like, I'm fully on board for this man. We want more JPJ content. More, I mean, his small scenes are very powerful. Him eating those chicken nuggets during the most tense <laughs> part of the episode yesterday was incredible. Oh, yeah, that was a real big mood. You know, and also look at him being just like a pacifist offering chicken nuggets. Right. You know, bringing people together. He's really entertaining. And there was that one scene they cut last week of him letting Hannah cut some of his hair. Did you see that? Yeah, no, yeah. And like, what a miss. It's always amazing to me the scenes that they decide to cut 
because it's like there's so many just filler moments that actually make the show where I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm not super interested in this. And yeah, like I totally would have been on board for that. So I just don't understand. Yeah, that was hilarious. That I, was I almost good. think they saved that as like part of their social media strategy. Oh, that's Just to have like be. social content. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Because it blew up. Everyone was tweeting about it. Yeah. People were very excited to see that scene. That was really funny. But okay, so I imagine he's probably going to end up in paradise. Oh, if I hear, for sure. If, if I understand paradise correctly. I can guarantee you Luke uh, P., yeah. Cam, and oh. John Paul Jones will all be in Paradise. I was thinking, like, John Paul Jones, even though it's hard to, one, like, are we going to get a chicken nugget appearance every single episode at right? this point? It seems like that seems, seems to be a theme. So, I, it, well, my thing was I was thinking, so, because I was obviously thinking John Paul Jones is made for Paradise, because he's yeah. really just built for it. And I was thinking, oh, like, he's probably going to have, like, some chicken nugget intro but also is he even the first one to claim the chicken nugget like i feel like there's no one person who's claiming the chicken nugget thing it i seems mean like i hate to say it but thing. but cam kind of pioneered that you're right unfortunately. abc always be chicken nuggets <laughs> i'm trying to think like i mean chicken nuggets need to make it to a bachelor in paradise intro but just who gets it so, Brett, you obviously have been involved in Bachelor Nation on social media now for a little bit. And through that, you've had a lot of pretty cool interactions with other people involved in Bachelor Nation, whether it's former bachelors, bachelorettes, contestants, things like that. So what would you say of all of the cool interactions, either in person or on social, what was one of the top things that stood out to you from this whole experience? What has been one of your favorite things that has happened? Yeah, I mean, that's just like a very zany journey that this is all taking. Because like when I was watching in 2016, and this was never the goal to be all of a sudden like just fully emotionally invested. Like it's probably one of my biggest hobbies at this point, And I say that just with a very kind of sad tone. But it's the truth where... <laughs> own it. It's okay. You should definitely we're, own it. We're doing a podcast doing a about podcast. the show. So we, we get it. We're all here together. The camaraderie helps. Um, no, but yeah, no, so when I first started tweeting and all that, I was just, just trying to be funny to the void. There was no, there was no end game here. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it, it started with me just trying to make myself laugh. And then I would just go back and forth with contestants on Twitter every once in a while. The first person I talked to, I, I still remember was, uh, Olivia Caridi from oh, okay. Ben season. Yeah. Uh, and then she was actually the first person I met. Uh, here in New York too like she just happened to be doing a bachelor launch party and then I met her and uh, Alexis Alexis Waters yeah the dolphin um, yeah so then once <laughs> I met them in person then it just kind of snowballed from there um, and yeah I mean again to be completely earnest with my passion for bachelor nation over here I think what what makes it it's going to make it incredibly hard to ever stop watching no matter again like who the lead is or or whoever else is watching but the community is just so great oh yeah genuinely so many people that i've just uh connected on twitter with whether it's like contestants or producers or just like other uh yeah like other like podcast people or just other people who are just tweeting randomly um so i would say like some of my closest friendships now are uh, Ashley Spivey is just an amazing angel human, and I really like love her a lot. <laughs> She's uh, she, so just uh, as a case in point with how amazing Ashley is, is that I got my 
wisdom teeth out a few months ago and i just like i think i tweeted about it or i don't know i don't know how exactly she knew about it but she sent like eight pints of ice cream to my apartment like she's just like that that's amazing person it's a good friend yeah right and like yeah and i there was a very emotional moment for me i'm like oh my god like look at this sweet person yeah <laughs> right <laughs> so crazy um, no yeah so i mean just the the weird friendships that this show has actually like brought to my real life are probably the best part of this all like i, I would say i'm close with ashley and then derek peth is great um there's there's a lot of other people too from this past season i, I talked to kerpa pretty regularly um and yeah there's just a lot of special people who are now in my life because of me just trying to send memes out into the twitter <laughs> void so yeah i feel i feel very grateful for this this weird little family that Bachelor has brought me. That's awesome. I, I love to hear that because, you know, people like to diss, you know, the shows and the people that watch them and everything, but the people that actually watch it understand that it is such a captivating thing to watch and everyone that watches it feels like they're all in this journey together and they're all like, you know, you get to know the contestants together and everyone kind of, like you said, it's a community. It's It's a cool feeling to have. Right. And also, again, complete earnestness, like there's the people who I've met just through our mutual passion of Bachelor, but also like legit, this is strength in friendships that I have. Even so, because I have now joined this Bachelor train where I work it into conversations with friends regularly, it even got to my parents. So my parents have started watching Bachelor Bachelorette because they're like, well, if I want to relate to my child. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's now gotten to the point where, you know, I'm having my, you know, weekly whatever call with like my dad and I'll be talking about work for maybe, you know, five, 10 minutes. And then he'll get bored of that. And then he'll be like, all right, so Hannah's <laughs> like, what's Hannah doing? <laughs> like, he'll just, he'll get more passionate about it and need to really just air out his thoughts than I, even I do. Because I think I get it out on Twitter. Right. But you're giving him a platform as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving him, he just needs to unpack it. You know, he's like, all right, you know, I don't know if I trust this Jed guy. Like, what, <laughs> needs to, he needs to unpack it with someone, and he he's not an online sort of person. That's awesome. I get that, though, because I think, it, you know, it catap- Evan and I are just casual pals, and I think watching the show together, now doing the podcast, <laughs> now, we're, now we're Bachelor Nation friends for life. Yep. Um, so it looks like we have about six minutes before this phone thing kicks us off. Um, before we let you go, we want to do a rapid fire word association game with you. So we're just going to say a name of a contestant or person related to Bachelor Nation. And then you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Oof, okay. Okay, ready? All right, here we go. Yep. Cam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, counts. Perfect. <laughs> Luke P. Aggressive. Demi. Fun. Cassie and Colton. That's hard. <laughs> Is that the word that you think of? <laughs> Actually, I think that works. That general sentiment is just like, that's a hard situation. Yeah. yeah. All right. Nick Vile. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of more than one word, but I think he gets too much shit. Okay. All right. Uh, Juan Pablo. I don't really know Juan Pablo, but like, I'm just going to say bad. <laughs> that's what I've heard Perfect. too. Perfect. 
All right, Hannah B. The first thing that came to mind is smile, because I was always very magnetized by her smile, even when she was on cold season. So I'm going to say smile. All right, last but not least, seven. Chris Harrison. Legend. <laughs> Love it. That's, I think the, that's best. the only word. Um, Brett, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been very fun. Do this you have anything awesome. you want to uh, plug before we let you go? Uh, just, you know, just follow my tweets at Brett S. Regera, and that's, that's all I really got. That's all I really got. Awesome. Everyone, follow our friend Brett. Brett, thank you so much for calling and talking with us. We had a blast. Definitely keep in touch with you, and maybe we can check back in later in the season and see how things have progressed. Heck yeah, sounds great. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Um, looking ahead to the next episode. Okay, so my immediate thoughts on the preview for next week. So they kind of said next week, and then they also said later this season. They had like kind of two previews in one. Yeah. So next week, it looks to me like Jed gets a one-on-one. That's what it looked like. It, she also said Peter's my boyfriend. Did you yes. say that? So I think Jed and Peter are going to continue to catapult themselves up and to be front runners. I also... There's also a lot of Tyler C. Okay, yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot more Tyler C. And then there was a lot of Luke later in the season when they said, you know, coming up later in the season, and he gets really aggressive and starts screaming. He's, like, in people's faces, and he seems quite aggressive. So I think we will see the continuous demise of Luke P. Uh, as yeah. he just continues to self-destruct. I do think he's good television, but I think it can only last for so long. Yeah, I agree. And then we did see that there's going to be, at some point, another hospital visit. Yeah. Got to have at least one more in there for the season. So I'm going to presume that Luke P. is somehow involved in that. Either, okay, I either think yes, or it's like they're trying to over-dramatize just an athletic injury that happens in the rugby tournament or whatever other sporting events they're going to have on group dates. Yeah. Um, Allison. Yes. If people want to reach out to us what are some ways that they can get to us well they can send us an email to batchpleasepod at gmail.com or can follow us on social we are on instagram and twitter twitter at batchpleasepod and if you're not already you should really be subscribing and rating this podcast absolutely five stars yeah do it Thanks so much again to our friend Brett for calling in and talking with us about all of your thoughts and all of your feelings about this season and all of the past seasons. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon and thank you everyone for listening. Later. Later.